I need you. Or I'm, I'm letting you in on something. And he meets some other kid, maybe, you know, younger and is more, like, acrobatic or some, you know, okay, well, whatever. And then you go, like, hey, I've got a job. Put the... Or okay, maybe it's he, an MMA fighter. Let's do that even oh, better. Stop it. Okay, let's put everything into context really quick. You don't want to shit can the Justice League movie or Superman versus Batman right now. You just don't. Um, Zack Snyder actually had a very eloquent, supposedly, now this is all from reading um, articles online and shit. Definitely not from watching the movies. Okay, well, fine. (laughs) But I guess Joss Whedon, supposedly, Joss Whedon was fired, okay, after Uh, uh, Justice League went out because he did not, he changed the storyline for sure. But it wasn't in a direction that was going to be any better than what Zack Snyder had proposed for, like, the next ten movies. Mm. Okay? And a lot of fucking fall down from that. Um, The debacle that was the movie also cost Cyborg. Okay? And the actor that... The actor that portrayed Cyborg is filing a lawsuit against WB because of the way he was portrayed. Wow. Yeah, and it was such a debacle with the CGI and the changes. Not alone, like, what um, Superman could probably say, Hey, look, I decided to go in and do these reshoots, and you told me the CGI on my face was going to be okay. And when it came out, it looked like shit. Well, Cyborg was the worst. Oh, oh. And so, like, he was supposed to... Two things. He was supposed to actually be in the Flash movie. Like a team up. Yeah, that'd be right? great. Now, that got thrown out. He was supposed to have his own fucking movie. Okay? But now that's been thrown out. Right, right. Now they're doing Green Lantern Corpse and, and Wonder Woman. And then now, supposedly, they're going back to Batman, which was what we were talking about at first with Ben Duh. Affleck. Which is, do you, do you want to recast Batman at this point? Or? Or do you want to, like, go, hey... Ben Affleck can salvage. You know, he's like an Alec Baldwin. It's almost like they better... He can they've, fucking they've re-salvage got to somehow his, redo this whole fucking thing. I think they can salvage it. I think there's enough in the DC universe. I think I have to take a huge step back and this <sighs> I think they got to go to attack. Nightwing, like we had yes. talked about. They have to do... But, the, unfortunately, they're the doing Titans. Nightwing, but it's a TV series. Well, okay, so... Here's the thing on the, the Green Lantern Corps. You know, the most recent reincarnation of the Green Lantern is... Um, it's unreal. Right. Is um, an Iranian named Boz. Okay, so what they're going to say is the reason why Green Lantern did not respond during Justice League, okay, was because that he was being held captive. And that this other lantern found on earth responded to rescuing him i see and so the next green lantern court movie is going to be about this guy rescuing how jordan how oh, while this shit was going on down. okay so he's in and so space. that's why green lantern didn't show up in the fucking movie okay. was because he was being held captive right why how even... jordan and john stewart both of them are being held captive. Okay. So Martian Manhunter. And so Boz. Am I right? Martian Manhunter? No, no. Boz, the Iranian Green Lantern uh-huh. in the comics. 
okay, is gonna fucking that. show up. He wears a different mask. Okay. He looks cool as fuck, but he's Iranian. Whatever. Muslim, I, I think, is what they sure. really pronounce. But boom, he goes off to save those two motherfuckers, and that's that Green Lantern Corp movie. It's gonna be a lot of lanterns, supposedly jailbreaking John Stewart and uh, Hal Jordan. At the same time. Hmm. Which, fine. I like that aspect sure. of introducing them. Who else could you introduce? You're going to have what two green lanterns then. Or you kill of course you got of fucking three of them. Or you're going to have to kill off one of them. How many green... You can have as many green lanterns as you want, in my opinion. You can. Um, Is there a limit? No, I don't think there's a... So, tomorrow, what are we doing? We're pruning something. Um, we're, we're removing a cherry bullshit. tree. Yeah, we're removing a cherry tree. So I guess I'm deciding on whether or not we want to fit it on the back of this truck. Mm-hmm. Um, the cherry tree removal is like way the fuck out. Right. Um, and then we're going to come back into Lake Oswego to do um, uh, some like fine pruning on a two camellias and a Japanese maple and a big leaf. It'll be a full truck. But we'll bring a chainsaw, we'll slash shit down. Um, and uh, I think we can make it all fit. So I think we just take the pickup. I'll come by, pick you up in the morning and uh, we'll drive out to the cherry tree removal and um, just make sure that we've got, you know, just regular cleanup tools um, you know, blower, um, rake, shit like that. Um, and then all I'm going to really need is hand snips and the fine pruning saw. Right on. Okay. Wow. That's easy. That was a great tree impressions (laughs) podcast. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was? Were you Uh recording? Absolutely. Since when? Since we started uh, going over the whole idea of, um... Nightwing and um, well the debacle of uh, oh. the DC Cinematic Universe oh wow yeah huh that's interesting I fooled you on it a little bit apparently so I did well I thought you do you looked at my phone a few times no I can't see anything I've got my sunglasses on we're sitting in this parking lot how are those sunglasses a... working for you oh I, you know what what the sunglasses be... are those oh these are the uh, pugs right the pugs from 7-Eleven that me. replicate uh, the uh, the Ray-Ban uh, Wayfarers. I'm gonna have to pick up a pair. You know yeah, they sell uh, them at my 7-Eleven. Yeah, they're ten bucks. They're, ten worth, bucks. They're, they're worth every penny. Um, Shinrin Yoku. You know, I'm, re- I'm I'm reading some very interesting things at the moment. Um, and the one book that I haven't necessarily gotten into, but I'm super excited to read about it, is uh, the Last Child in the Woods. And it's about uh, nature deficit disorder. And I really believe this is going to be something that you are going to hear a lot. And I'm, I'm, you know, as far as meetup.com is concerned, um, I'm one of two um, uh, forest bathing guides, if you will. Um, I, I... I was talking with somebody yesterday that wanted to start to do um, a forest bathing course. Right. And and she came to me and was like, hey, I really like what you're doing. And I want to kind of, I want to do this during the week. What, you know, 
you know, what's your experience? What happened? And I said, well, you know, here's the deal. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing. No, it's not even that. I know what I'm doing. I think you said that. I'm get, I know I did. I did. But what I'm getting at <laughs> is that I was like, um, how many people live in Portland, Oregon? Millions. Hold on one second. It's like 1.5. How many people live in Portland, Oregon? Not as... In 2010, the population of Portland was 583,776. See, That's that was... not even a million. Thank you. It's uh, a million if you consider no, the no, no, outlying... No, no, no. Yeah, so, so, so anyways. But Easy. regardless, Fine. I go... Every single one of those people need to spend three hours a week sure. in the forest. Yep. In whatever what whatever forest you deem, you know, whatever. I go, so there is going to be so many guides. And it, it doesn't matter how I do it, how you do it. You're going to find a group of people that are going to be like, I relate to that. That's the way I like to Shinrin Yoku. And, you know, now whether that might be a very, yeah, I think she's looking at it maybe a little bit more as finding a job and finding, you know, a monetary thing out of it. Whatever. That's going to be there. That will be there. Right. People will pay, you know, for somebody that's an experienced forest bather, I guess you could say. And, hey, and, and, and it's to make it more convenient. Well, I mean, no. I'll tell you what. If I wanted to learn karate, I wasn't going to try. Hey, guess what? If I want right. to learn it bad enough, yep. I'm going to go to a dojo. Sure. And meet with a sensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. go, it, it's gonna teach me that. fucking karate. Because I don't want to look and have to research that shit myself. I want to learn from somebody that yeah. knows what's going on. And has yeah. been involved in it yeah. for yeah. A, a decade or so. Yeah. Well, you know, I started mine in January. Um, yes, but you've been involved with... Um, trees and tree care for 14 <laughs> years okay oh well since i was well about 20 years so, well, i've okay, been a certified arborist for 14 fine absolutely and so you've been doing plant so, health care yeah, for 20 yeah. years and so yeah you get involved with somebody that has been but around you know plants and their livelihood has yeah. been about plants taking care of them. and taking care of them uh, guess what they so, might be a little vested in so the recent Research so, yeah, that I've been absolutely. doing is this effect of I trees keep a and a plant in my classroom. Yeah. So the the effect of so recently I've been studying the effect of um, plants um, on us. Right. So you know you you see these things. Well, why are they giving us this benefit? What, what is our symbiotic relationship with trees? So we know that flowers do will do this. certain things to attract bees. Nectar, primarily, uh, the the, the bee color. the bee, unbeknownst to it, is getting pollen all over its legs and then doing its thing, and life goes on. But the plant is manipulating that animal. Yeah, and you know what? So the, what that I want to know isn't as vibrant with as much pollen as it is when it has a lot. So a bee will pass up uh, a, a flower. And the reason it will pass it up, we know this now is because bees 
can see infrared. So they can tell whether a bee has been at that flower or not. And they do a dance back in their hive to let other bees know where they've been and not to go there because it's already been bought up. Flowers also give off this ion. Yeah, it's a symbiotic. And they can see it. So anyways, so the, so all of a sudden, like, perception of reality has been changed. But I don't remember what I was getting at. Um, so what I want to know because of what I do for a living like is so trees or plants have manipulated animals obviously they're manipulating us for what reason and what because are of the benefits giving... that they provide us I know but what is the benefit that we provide them keeping them around we can keep them around. I would really hope that we that is a tree's you, intention that is see so this I, is that's what I like to so see. I'm looking at this tree right now yeah. okay and I could look at it and go, maybe it's suffering. Hold a on one second. Bit. Wait, 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 wait. So what I want to ask you right now is, you are looking at a English walnut, okay. likely a volunteer, so possibly not in the best position. We're in an urban setting, and you so, can see now, where wait, they've pruned. And wait, wait, wait. So what I want to ask you is, when you look at that tree, I've been working on trees for years. Fine. I don't have the same perspective on, as you do. On. So when you look at this tree. What is your initial response? Care or removal? Care. Okay, great. Obviously, because so it's a mature now I tree. Want to know why. And mature, okay, the reason why is because mature trees provide us the most amount of benefit than any other tree can, no matter what the species is. So if it's an now, if it's a native tree, a year if it's ago, a not native tree, if you don't if you say let's have a tree that's not native, and it is overhanging a house and it's in good shape, right? But we see that there are some problems, maybe with the concrete, maybe with this. With hey, we want to save that tree. Why? Because of the benefit that tree has in the long run, which is lower electricity costs because it's shading everything. It's it's providing shelter for other animals. No, I agree. You know, with it's those providing, things. it's lowering the pollution and all those other things. So, and those are things. No matter that, what, you want to save the tree, right? Whether it's nuisance or whether it's um, invasive, um, the 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 benefit of that tree is is far out exceeds. It's slot in urban forestry society. Fair enough. I agree with that to some degree. Um, can we remove that tree and put in a, a, a species that is better suited? Sure. Okay. Right. Well, we need to look at that. But my question typically was, is what I was getting at was, how do trees manipulate us? Now, what I think as an arborist who cares for trees, prunes them, you know, basically I'm the dentist, maybe. Um, I'm removing, you know, um, like we did, branches. Like we did today. Yeah, like we did today. I'm taking those things off. Now, there's an industry in that, right? So there's a need for that. People want, like I asked you, you looked at this tree, would you remove it or and fix it? And people have and to be you aware. Have this, you have this inert idea of going no I don't want the removal of the tree I want to preserve the species and I want to I what I wonder is I think 
trees inflict that on us. Yeah. Because they, they want, want to stick to, around. They want to stick around. And they realize, maybe, that humans have this ability to remove them all um, because we're too stupid to realize their value. Yeah. So what they're going to do is they they're going to adapt go, to their hey, environment you know really well. You dummies don't realize our value. So we're good with that. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, just maybe put out this pheromone or we, we're going to put out this, you know, we're going to emit this, this, you know, compound and you're going to take it in and, and you're, it's going to influence you to care for trees. Well, and also trees can be become, they can be very um, stubborn to remove. Oh, for sure. You know that you they, know, today they, they grow <laughs> crazy branches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And they make themselves. Wow. Now you're asking somebody from like an outside perspective, right? Whatever else, and they go, "God dang, this these branches are not growing in a straight line whatsoever." And that could be because they're trying to reach for sunlight and all these other things. Sure, but. Would it not be crazy to say that they're not also <laughs> doing that to become more difficult to remove? And people look up at the trees and they go, oh my God, that'd be so difficult to remove. I'm just going <laughs> to pass so it are by. You saying that and then all of a sudden they go, oh my God, right. now I have to remove it. And I, you come in and you go, hey, look, right. we got to lower this like branch. It. we got to yeah. do this. We gotta, it's going to be difficult to remove. And they might go... All right, fuck it. You know, no, 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 no. But what they're going to do, do the least amount. Re- no, you know. what I'm going to do is I'm going to go. Hey, listen. <clears throat> in 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 all reality, you know, this tree's either going to do real, more harm than good. But what we can do is we can mitigate that by maybe doing some pruning of the roots, put in a bio barrier or what have you. You know, something that's yeah. Gonna, we want to keep the tree. Yeah, we want to keep the tree because we know that its benefit outweighs. Um, the damage it's currently doing and we can mitigate that by you know doing some root pruning what have you so what I feel or I want to feel and I'm going to believe I don't care anybody that tells me that is that the trees are influencing me as an arborist to preserve them and that it causes me to sit down and actually really think very deeply about the situation and what I can do to preserve them other than pull the easy trigger and go cut the tree down and like you said about invasive or whatever it is it's plant life and plant life is a benefit to all life here, here so here's another introspective question um, do you think a tree might be upset or a shrub like we have to go and do this planting job right do you think that when you're planting possibly and maybe you're not an arborist and you're just planting a tree that that tree is looking back at you and going this is not where i should be I need to be in a bigger space or um, this place, you know, so this is why right tree, right place no. is so important. I'm going to tell you this. Don't right say now. no, because that's like no, I'm gonna tell leaving you this. arborists will go, hey, you can't not put a no. like maple Mm-mm. in this particular box because nope. it's going to only it, it needs to be bigger. So, so I think tree, trees, trees. So no, no. Trees are much like us. Trees are so much like humans, if not better about adapting to situations. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm so privileged. This summary is going to be tough to write. I'm so privileged to have been born or seeded in America and not some place that's filled with war and um, all these other you know, human injustices. I'm so grateful for that. However, um, I think just like us and 
just like trees, we will adapt to wherever we have been able, for whatever reason. Proper you know, care, right? Yeah. So whatever reason, you know, this tree was was able to um, seed itself. That's a big, big accomplishment. But when we went today to that, I mean, we were on the property and we were deadwooding all that, um, and we proposed to plant. Oh. This. We picked specific plants for a reason, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we yeah, didn't yeah. decide to just plant an elm right. or something. This is what I'm talking about a little bit. Okay. Like right place. So, yes, you know. I think that when we do plant the rhododendrons and azaleas, um, they're going to go, yep, thank you, um, good job. Because she was really adamant this. about how, how big it was going to get. You know what? I'll tell you this. I just bought a bucket, right? I've had this bucket for a while. And I wanted a water feature on my back porch so yesterday i go buy a pump at home depot and i buy some pond plants and some fish okay um and i put them in yeah did they make it i saw two (laughs) how many Um, did you buy i bought five i've seen two but i haven't seen any belly up anyways my most you know what i was i was so elated this morning or when i bought them i got them out of the bag i put them in the water and the next morning I woke up, I ran out there, and I evaluated them. And I'm like going, okay, they're still green. Nobody's dead yet. And I'm like going, motherfuckers. I go, this is your first day of real sunshine. None of this bullshit, you know, lighting. Are you talking to the fish or the plants? The plants. I think, you know, the, 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 the fish were like, you know, uh, they're, they're ultimately they're food for plants. Um, but... Uh, and hopefully they are. Uh, but I was so excited for these plants. And just like what you were talking about, like these rhododendrons that we're going to plant, they're right. going to be so excited because they're actually in a green space where that is their natural environment. Now, these are hybrids and they're, they're just, you know, different colored rhododendrons. Right. And, you know, they're, you know, not native per se. But anyways, they've been cultivated and they're rhododendrons and they're going to do fantastic um, you know, in this situation, that's why I recommended them. I wouldn't recommend uh, something I thought that wouldn't do well. Right. Know, if that's right. What no, I just wanted to say that, you know, a lot of the problems people run into, and we talk about tree assessments. It's like buying a puppy. And it's as well, and to, to put an end to this whole conversation, really, would be that, uh, We've been to a couple of properties that people are like, hey, we just bought the place and now we're doing all this pruning, you know? And you go, okay, so to prevent that in the future, if you plan on being here for a while, let's plant this, this, and this in the right place. And if we have to remove something, let's not put something back in the place that in 10 years, because this is going to grow really well, you're going to water it. You have grass out here. You're going to, it's going to get water enough to grow big. Yeah. No matter what. And so let's put a plant in here that's going to actually do what we want it to do, which is provide shade. Right. And provide pollution cover and, uh, you know, uh, noise cover and all that other stuff. So, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, good advice is worth the counsel. Yeah. You know, uh, if I was an electrician or if I was somebody like we have a, we have a problem with our electricity, I go, you know what? The 90 bucks is worth the console. Yeah. Have some guy come down here and go, oh, this is this is the reason why this isn't working We actually out. don't charge 90. We charge 40. True. Um, so, uh, yeah. I To be honest with you, 
you know, paying for somebody's time to get a very um, biased opinion from someone that's been working in the urban forest for any number of years, uh, there's a lot of value to that. Absolutely. All right. Well, great discussion. We yeah. hope the the DCU, okay, the Is their shit together. Detective Comics Cinematic. I remember universe. that episode in Rick and Morty where Morty's telling it's us there's like get all your shit and get it all together. Just get all your shit and get it all together, okay, DC? Mm-hmm. Get it together, put it in a box, label it your shit, and, they've got and it's it. together. And they've got it, too. We don't need it anywhere else. No, we want we it together. We do. And we've got plenty of options to We salvage. want it to happen. We okay? want it to happen. We do. I like DC. I love DC. I want... But you know what? There is an unmistakable... Right. There is an unmistakable... Thing about bar. DC. No, 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 no. There's Marvel a set a bar. No, 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 no. no. Cinematically, sure, but you can do that next movie easy. What I'm saying is, DC characters are very unrelatable. See, you've said this before, and I've had a hard time with it because I, I think anybody at any time could say Captain America is unrelatable. But you know what? You've got to make him relatable. Okay, that's your job as the writer. That's your job yep. as the director. And they have not made. And they haven't. Superman. No, because they fucked up anybody um, with Zack Snyder. And I'm sorry, but they were always characters that were hard to relate suicide. to. Anyways, during the thank you for listening. <laughs> we're gonna continue this conversation um, shortly. Oh, and. Off. So this is the end of it, but I have to say we are on our way to go watch the Vegas Knights, the oh, Vegas right. Golden Knights, tie it up with the uh, DC Capitals hockey. Um, we're Vegas born and bred. Yep, yep. Go Knights! Um, it's going to be a competitive game, I'm sure. Check um, us out at TillisTreeCare.com or TillisTree.com. Yeah. Any other sponsors you want to throw out there? Steel. Yeah, steel chainsaws. Oh, we use them. <laughs> uh, Petzl saddles, awesome. Um, what else? Uh, uh, singing tree. Um, uh, what else do I use? Uh, yeah, that's kind of about it. Oh, Samson um, uh, rope. Uh, hashtag that. Um, yeah, climbing's been fun lately. Absolutely. It's been great watching. All right. Have a good night, guys. Good night.